Hello and welcome to Changing Birth. I'm your host, Hannah Wilsmore. I'm a midwife, award-winning childbirth educator and life coach, and I'm here to make birth better. I've worked with hundreds of families as they prepare for the arrival of their baby, so I know all about the highs, the lows, and everything in between. In this podcast, I share my knowledge, practical tips and insights so that you too can have a positive birth and transition to motherhood. Let's get into today's episode. Hello everyone, welcome to this week's episode of the podcast. I hope you're all having a wonderful week. As I sit here to record this episode, it is the very last day of winter, which I'm very excited about. We, I didn't have a podcast episode last week, um, which I was really disappointed about because I have so many topics that I'm excited to bring you guys, but I had a cold, my whole family had a cold and I was just all, um, sniffly and and I knew that, um, that's not what you want to hear on a podcast episode. So, uh, yes, we have skipped last week, but today's episode is a really practical one, uh, a shorter episode as well. That is really, um, punchy and to the point with some tips for preparing for a physiological birth. Those of you that have listened to this podcast for a while will know that I try and use that term physiological birth rather than natural birth because natural birth, it makes it sound like other types of births are unnatural, which I don't, you know, I think that's not great. So physiological really is describing what we're talking about with a birth that really is based on physiology, where our physiology is working as it's designed to. Um, and traditionally, when we use the term physiological birth, we're talking about a birth that is free of medical intervention. So if you haven't heard that term before, that is what we are referring to. Not all of my clients, but the vast majority of people that I work with and the conversations that I'm having with women on Instagram and in my DMs are from those who are wanting to have a physiological birth. And I think it is so, so important to look at how we can prepare for that. We know that having a great birth and especially I think a physiological birth in our current maternity system, it does come down a lot to the preparation that we are doing, the decisions that we're making and how we can really align our preferences and some of the decisions that we're making to make a physiological birth more likely. And of course, medical intervention will always be there if we need it. I think it doesn't have to be this battle between physiological birth and a birth with interventions, but the reality is that interventions are overused and it is becoming harder and harder for people to have a physiological birth, which is so, so sad. Um, I went to an amazing talk earlier in the week, actually here in Adelaide with Rhea Dempsey, who is an amazing uh, childbirth educator and um, doula and counsellor in Melbourne. And I really like her work. I've seen her speak before. I saw her first speak, um, it was actually the same year that I did my hypnobirthing training. So it would have been back in 2015. That's where I first heard her speak. And I, I really like her approach. She's very passionate and I love that fire that you can see with her. And she tells it like it is, which I really admire because I think sometimes I do um, – I never want to make someone feel bad for their decisions or – 
yeah, it's, it's a really, it's a tricky area to navigate. I think sometimes when we're talking about physiological birth and we want to be promoting that and we want to be talking about the benefits, but of course we don't want to, to bring up feelings in someone, um, that aren't great, you know, so that's always really hard. But so I love how she kind of says it, how it is. And she's very punchy. And, um, yeah, the talk earlier this week was fantastic and really got me thinking more about, um, the role that I have to play as a midwife and a childbirth educator in promoting physiological birth. And something that was talked about at this, this, uh, talk was how as midwives, we are the experts in physiology of birth. We're the only profession where um, it, it's, you know, so much of our training and our expertise is in supporting physio- physiology and supporting physiological birth. And so if we don't stand up and, and share the benefits and work to help women achieve a physiological birth where possible, then we're doing a massive disservice. And if we don't do it and we don't stand up for this as midwives, who will? No one will because it is, or maybe consumers will, but from a profession, this is our domain. This is our area of expertise. So that's what really got me thinking more about this podcast episode topic for today. And so I'm going to be sharing my top three tips for preparing for a physiological birth. So let's jump right into it. So my first tip is to educate yourself. Learn as much as you can about birth and about our maternity system and build as much knowledge as you can, because that will have a huge role in the confidence that you feel in the, in your body, the trust that you have in the decisions that you are making. And it will also help us to be able to switch off our neocortex or thinking brain in labor, because we have a better understanding of what's going on and, and what to expect. So I would really encourage you to do things like reading books, watch birth documentaries, attend independent childbirth education classes like hypnobirthing classes, classes that are taught outside of the hospital system so that they are not just governed by the hospital policies. Chat with your care provider about the benefits and risks of various interventions. Learn about them during pregnancy. Have those sometimes hard discussions and tricky discussions during pregnancy so that you can then make really informed decisions along the way. I'll talk about care provider um, in the next point, but sometimes people will actually even switch care provider and working out with your care provider is supportive. Really, that comes down to asking questions and having discussions with them in pregnancy. And I've got a whole other episode on how to know if your care provider is supportive or not of physiological births. You can always go back and check that out if you like. You also want to learn about natural pain tolerance techniques as well, because labor is intense. It is probably the most intense thing that you will ever do. And I think it's so beneficial to have strategies for how we can work with that. Think of it like a marathon or, you know, exercising and your body working really, really hard. You would often have some strategies and some preparation and some training in the lead up to that. And birth is no different. The kind of things that we use and the kind of thing that I teach my clients is things around breathing and movement, visualization, active birth techniques, things like that, that we know can have a really big impact in working with that pain and working with that discomfort and really being in that, that space of being able to sit with that, sit with that intensity of contractions, because like I said, they are intense. You can absolutely do it. You know, it's, it's physiological. It's not 
it's not that pathological pain that our body's giving us that signal that something's wrong. It's our body working really hard, but it's not that that sort of alarm um, pathological abnormal pain in our body. And I think it's probably worth um, mentioning that, yes, very occasionally that pain can cross into that pathological pain. So maybe it's um, with interventions that we're using in the birth that are disrupting our hormonal systems and making those contractions harder. Maybe it is a baby being in a bit of a funny position or something like that. So, you know, just as a bit of a caveat to, to mention that, but the vast majority of the time it is this physiological pain. Um, if you want to learn more about that, then check out Rhea Dempsey's books and work because she's phenomenal at that whole concept of working with pain in labor. My next tip is to surround yourself with supportive people. So we can start with the care provider that you choose. If you are hoping for a physiological birth, you want a care provider who is aligned with that, who sees birth as generally a normal physiological event that occasionally requires medical intervention, not the way around, the other way around, not a medical emergency waiting to happen or a birth that if it doesn't require interventions is lucky. That's not the mindset we want from our care providers when we are aiming for a physiological birth. And I know I might sound a bit biased here towards midwives because I am a midwife, but the research absolutely undoubtedly supports midwifery-led care for women who are wanting a physiological birth. And a lot of that does come back to that midwifery philosophy around birth being a physiological event and having the training and the expertise to actually really support that and to be able to support the hormones and to create that sense of safety in the birthing environment. And as midwives, we just have have so much knowledge and expertise in supporting physiology. And so by having your care with a midwife, a known midwife that you can get to know, you can convey your wishes and your preferences too, and you can build that trusting relationship so that they are a familiar person and you do have that confidence in them and their support for your labor. That is massive and and can make such a big difference. I've talked with a number of families lately who have either been in a continuity model, like an MGP program, midwifery group practice, or they might be working with a private midwife as well. And a lot have said, I don't understand how people do this without this support. And I think that is so true. Um, you know, of course, like you you have the power and the strength and you can birth your baby however you want in whatever system that you're in. But I just feel like it is just so much easier for people and so much more supportive when they are in those kind of care provider models that are actually supporting their physiology rather than making it trickier for them to drop into that space of working with their body and working with their physiology. Uh, You've got other options as well. So you might look at having private midwifery care. So if you you know, have not been able to get into one of those midwifery group practice programs. There are other options out there. You might look at working with a doula for your birth to be able to provide that continuous support. That can also be a really fantastic option. So there are options out there. There are loads of options out there. Those of you that have done my hypnobirthing course will know that you have access to a masterclass in the online resources, which is all around all the different care provider options and how we can navigate that. And it's not always an either or 
scenario you can sometimes have both and you can look at different avenues and ways that you can get the best support possible uh, for your journey you also want to surround yourself with people who share your goals and values and can provide really great support in that time. So if you can read other stories or listen to podcasts from those that have had a physiological birth or chat with women who have had a physiological birth, if you can chat with women in your community, um, I'm always more than happy to talk about my, my birth with people, because I think the more that we talk about physiological birth then we can really start to understand how incredible it is and it can help to really boost up our mindset as well. So then my last tip is to prepare physically and mentally. So I think it's important to look at both size to this. So looking at things like regular movement, practicing relaxation techniques, practicing your self-hypnosis techniques, breathing, affirmations, things like that to really get your mind on board with the type of birth that you want and really tapping into that feeling of how we want to feel in labor. That is so so powerful. And there's loads of research around how our perception of pain and of intensity can be influenced by things like how safe we feel and how supported we feel. So that is super, super important when we're looking at a physiological birth. We can also, of course, look at practical preparation for birth. So things like learning about active birth positions, actually trying out those active birth positions in the last few weeks of pregnancy so that you are comfortable with them and you can start to get a feel for what works for your body and maybe where you might need some cushions or some extra support to really relax into those positions and to to be able to really feel quite supported in those different active birth positions. You can also look at things like perineal massage and also things like writing a birth plan that can be really, really important and really helpful. And also preparing your partner. So making sure that they are ready to support you and that they have a really good understanding of the physiology as well. As a birth partner, you have a massive job in labor. And I think you also have one of the trickiest jobs because it can be really hard seeing someone that you love and that you care for, for working with that intensity of labor. And I think we need to prepare for that as, as a birth partner. Um, I think that's, that's really, really important and a key part of achieving a physiological birth. So making sure that your partner has a really good knowledge as well and that they know how they can support you with different tools and they know what to say and they know what kind of things are going to be really helpful in protecting your birth space and protecting that environment and really helping to support your physiology in what they can be doing in their role. If we come back to that analogy of training for a marathon, we can look at training for birth like that as well and look at things like staying active and building strength and maintaining strength throughout pregnancy in our body because that's going to help us to be able to maintain those different positions in labor. Things like yoga and aquanatal classes and swimming and all of those things can be really beautiful at helping you to stay active and to stay mobile um, and to move your body in a way that actually feels really good during pregnancy. And remember to also practice your techniques for birth. Hypnobirthing techniques work so much better when we can practice them really regularly throughout pregnancy. And ideally, we could be practicing them every day. It doesn't need to take a big chunk of time out of your day, but by doing some small things every day, 
that is one of the best ways to really prepare our mindset for birth. When I was pregnant, I was using the techniques most days and I might be going to bed and listening to affirmations, or I might've been going for a walk and using some of the visualization techniques, or even having a bath and listening to some of the self-hypnosis MP3s, practicing the breathing, um, practicing the breathing in different active birth positions to get comfortable with that as well. And I can tell you it hugely paid off when it came to my birth. I felt like the techniques were coming really naturally to me and I was able to work with that intensity and draw on those techniques um, as needed. So I did mention that this is going to be a short and sweet episode, so we will wrap up there. But if you would like to go more in depth into anything that I've talked about in this episode, I would love to work with you. I offer a number of different options, especially with my hypnobirthing classes. I have group classes in Adelaide. I have my online course as well, which is the same content as the group course, just in a self-placed online course format. And then I also offer one-to-one sessions as well in conjunction with the online course. So there are loads of different options for learning these tools and techniques for your birth and building this knowledge and really educating yourself to to put yourself in the best position to achieve a physiological birth. Just a quick little reminder that the there will be a small price increase on my hypnobirthing classes at the end of September. So um, if you are wanting to work with me, if you're wanting to learn hypnobirthing, then now is the perfect time to book so that you can lock in those current prices. Um, but they will be going up yet at the end of September. So you've got one month um, if you're wanting to join and wanting to register before then I'll pop the details in the show notes. But as always, you're welcome to uh, message me if you would like to discuss which course might be the best option for you and the best fit for you and your birth partner. Remember that every birth is unique and we can never a hundred percent guarantee which way our birth will go, but I 100% believe that preparing beforehand can increase our chances of having a positive birth and an empowering birth. And that is really what I am all about. I hope you've enjoyed today's episode and I look forward to chatting with you next week. to subscribe so that you don't miss any episodes and if you're enjoying the podcast i would be ever so grateful if you could rate and review on your favorite podcast player see you next week